Hi, this is Stuart Hardy with All In Sports Outreach, and I'm so excited about another episode of our podcast. Today, you're going to hear from my friend Justin. He's currently an assistant coach at Jack Britt High School. He's also a coordinator of virtual football clinics all across the country. Um, Just an incredible young man, passionate about using his platform for good, for pouring into young people and other coaches and pointing them to Jesus by his words and actions. I can't wait for you to hear from Justin, so let's jump right into it. Thanks for joining me today, Justin. Hey, Stu, appreciate you having me, man. I'm always excited to uh, be able to chop it up with you. Absolutely. Likewise. Let's just start this off just with some basic information, if you don't mind. Just let the listeners know a little bit about you, your background, your family growing up, and a little bit about uh, your family today. Absolutely. So um, I'm originally from uh, Long Island, New York, grew up in Bellport, um, smaller town, eastern uh, South Shore, Long Island. Um, Grew up there, uh, mom and uh, grandfather as my household, I'm an only child. Um, Growing up, you know, just uh, very much relied on or or gravitated towards, you know, friends. My friends became my family. Um, You know, I I do have a family. It's just not a very big one. So um, I always kind of Latched on to, you know, my friends, we were very tight knit. I got a group of friends that we've been cool since kindergarten, man. And now um, I'm getting up there. So, um, but, you know, growing up, I love where where I live. Like I said, it's a smaller town, um, you know, uh, pretty diverse, which is cool. Um, Grew up in a great football program. My head coach is is a legend back on Long Island. Um, So I I love the the experience I got there, um, working with those guys Um, in my household. You know, just like I said, I I was an only child. My mom um, worked really hard to, uh, you know, make sure I had a, a, you know, a good life growing up. She was um, definitely, you know, kept me in line and and in check and made sure that I had to, you know, handle business. Um, But definitely worked hard to give me to give me a good life. Um, Now I'm in uh, North Carolina, uh, you know, working at a high school. I teach special ed and uh, obviously I coach football. I've been coaching now full time, full time since uh 2008, you know, I did some, uh, had some experience in college and then mostly in high school. And I've been now at Jack Britt High School since uh, 2014. Um, I have a daughter. She's 11 years old. Um, she's, she's my everything. Uh, you know, um, you know, she definitely inspires me and pushes me um, to, to do a lot more uh, in this life. It's definitely, a, you know, my why, my purpose um, to just kind of, you know, make sure she's good. And of course, like to just, you know, I, you want your kids to be proud of you. So, um, you know, I want to do whatever it takes to to make sure, you know, that remains. Um, yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of the, the, the basis I would say. Absolutely. You mentioned, you know, growing up in a very small family, only child, mom, grandpa, talk about your faith journey. Um, you know, was that a part of your, your family growing up? And at what point did you realize that you needed that you had to make it your own? Absolutely. Um, you know, I grew up, so, uh, I grew up Catholic, a big Catholic presence, uh, where I'm from on Long Island. So I did everything. I did the whole nine, the, the religion class, you know, communion, confirmation, all that. We went to church on Sundays, Um, so it was always, it was always, uh, in my life. My mom is very spiritual herself. Um, always, you know, talked about, you know, I remember growing up, I mean, even today, but always talked about, you know, the, the, the power of, uh, of God and Jesus and, and, and all that, you know, and your faith and everything. And, um, you know, so that was always kind of ingrained in me young. It wasn't something that was like over the top, 
um, where it was like, you know, in the household, we had to do this, this and this. But it was just something that was always prevalent. You know, we, we would talk about it here and there. Like I said, I was in religion classes and all that. So um, my faith has always been something that's, you know, been important to me my entire life. Now, I will say as I got older, um, you know, I, I started to really learn more of the importance and the power, I think, starting to be kind of like, you know, on my own doing things and, and actually seeing it, seeing him work in my life, specifically in some real world adult <laughs> situations, I think has really been tremendous. And what I'll say is probably and this is um, this is a fact, like four years ago, um, I just kind of was going through a pretty rough patch mm-hmm. in my life. And um, and, I, and to this day, I very much feel like leading up to that point. Um, I never shunned him away, but what I feel like is I was drifting a little bit too far for his liking. So he had to hit me with an experience to where I had nowhere else to turn, but to him, I I firmly believe that. And since then my faith, like everything, it's just become that much stronger and I'm that much more involved. Um, I have my lapses. I, I still work on it on a daily basis, but you know, from like today until before that, that situation, it's, it's almost like night and day. I mean, I, you know, I, I I fill myself with the word on a daily basis. Um, I attend Bible study um, every Wednesday at one of the local churches over here. Um, You know, I have, I use my Bible app where it's, you know, it's got these guided prayers and, and, you know, Bible plans. And, uh, you know, of course I I look to talk to people about it. And uh, yeah, it was that situation, you know, like, little over four years ago that really knocked me to my really low point and I had nowhere else to turn. And, uh, I'm very grateful for that. And like I said, I, I have my lapses. I'm not perfect. I'm still striving to be a better follower of Jesus Christ, but, um, I've, I, I very much, um, am, am at a good place and I feel good about my strides up until, up until this point. Yeah. You know, that's, that's interesting because, you know, a lot of times we, we grew up, those of us who grew up with that foundation of faith, we we almost get on cruise control. Yeah. You know, and yes. then oftentimes it's something that we have to literally hit rock bottom to realize, you know what, this this thing is real. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's not a cruise control thing. So no, what you what you describe is so familiar yeah. to 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 a lot of us. Um and and unfortunately sometimes um I think I don't know the exact quote, but I've heard Tony Evans say, sometimes we got to hit rock bottom to realize that Jesus is the rock at the bottom. Mm, I like that. You know, know, that that he's the rock. That's all we need. Yeah. And it's and what's you know, we, we talk about our relationship with God and how if you if if you and I, I just recently heard this, but if we treated, say, a significant other. The way we sometimes treat, you know, Jesus um, and his and our relationship, like, for instance, you know, some people go days without talking to him. Like, imagine having your significant other and just not talking to them for days, Mm -hmm. you know, would that relationship stay the same. And one thing I learned, um, you know, and this is through a relationship. But once again, we're talking about a physical relationship and relationship with God. And it coincides where when things are good. And this is where I think people slip, because I know I personally slip. When things are really good is when you have to work the hardest. And I think that's something that for me, I had to learn. And 
you know, we, we pray and we do this and we do that. And, you know, God gets us out of situations and we get the things that we ask for. Well, why are we drifting back off now until we need him again? You know, there's a great quote, something along the lines of like prayer should be like your first, your first like response, not your last resort. That's right. And, you know, and that's something I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very much working on is, you know, my relationship. So like, you know, I've really been locked into this Bible app and it's, it, they kind of switched it up and they made it really cool where it's like, now you got a few different things. So it's guiding you through prayer. So now I'm, I'm making a conscious effort to not only pray on my own, but going through this guided prayer. And it's been really good. And I feel really good just in the few days that I've, I've started like noticing this. So, uh, yeah, when that relationship is good, man, you got to work twice as hard. That's right. Yeah, that's that's a great analogy and, and one that, um, you know, I don't have figured out. That's for sure. We strive every um, day to be better, right? That's right. So I want to <laughs> talk just just a minute about, sure. I mean, your impact in the, on the coaching world is probably one that none of us even comprehend. And it really started, at least from what I saw, um, 2020, COVID hits. Yeah. You see an opportunity through the use of Twitter. You know, people mm-hmm. talk about so you know social media is trash and social media is not good. But you saw a need, and you got—I mean, from all levels of college down to to middle school and youth coaches on Zoom, eight ten hours a day, <laughs> going through you know tons of of football. And that's kind of how you and I connected, and then yep. and that grew into you know, an opportunity to, to do a weekly devotional as well. So talk about, just talk about how, how that whole coaching clinic thing started and, sure. you know, and just some of the the relationships that you've built through that. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, you know, it started because uh, with, with the, like you alluded to, the pandemic was, uh, was on the horizon and, and uh, you know, I guess the, the future was uncertain. So um, I just remember sitting with my DC at the time, coach Frierson and, and we were like, all right, whatever happens, like, let's just still come into the to, to the school and like, we'll just we'll talk ball and we'll go over stuff to keep ourselves sharp. Um, and then it expanded to like, all right, well, if we're just if we're obviously out, then other coaches are out. So let's start getting people in. And I, I know I've told it before, but, you know, I've, I, I went out and and I bought snacks and drinks and I loaded up this, this fridge because in my mind, I'm like, we're going to have these coaches come in. We'll get on the board. We'll have we'll make sure that they have some refreshments, yada, yada. And then obviously expanded to, well, if we're out and North Carolina's out, well, other places in the country got to be out. And that's where it started. Like I just, you know, I, I thought it was a good opportunity to start to reach out to some people that, that I knew, um, you know, from different parts of the area, uh, different parts of the country, excuse me. And, you know, basically give back and keep us as coaches sharp. Like, you know, that was the clinic season. So clinic season was gone. So we didn't have that opportunity to de- develop professionally and and sharpen you know um so how can we do that how can we still find a way and that was the whole thing and that's why like you know my my whole goal of that was to give back to the coaching community because the coaching community has given me so much throughout mm-hmm. the year so um you know and it started with that you know and i i tell them all the time and i give them all the credit like kicking the thing off but you know coach harvey adam harvey was the first first ever um clinic talk and and, uh, you know, I, I remember having them on back to back weeks and it was like even the first one, man, it like a bunch of people started coming in. And I was like, dang, like, you know, shoot, I'm, I may have to to bump up my pres- uh, my uh, subscription because people were getting kicked out because it was too many, you know, and then I had to do that. And 
um, yeah, just it just led into something uh, tremendous. And, uh, you know, I, I firmly believe, obviously, you know, God kind of pushed me to to open that up. And, yeah, it was it was a sacrifice of, of time. And and uh, I never thought I could be that exhausted sitting in front of a computer screen all day. But, uh, man, was it so worth it? And, you know, I had a man, people all the time would be like, man, you should you know, you can make a killing. You can make a fortune. You can do this, do that. It was never that was never the goal. So mm-hmm. I, I, I was never going to switch up, you know, mid round, so to speak. But to me, like what was invaluable was the relationships that I built like this right here. You know, as you said before, I mean, you and I, we started doing that weekly devotion, which was great. I mean, at times we'd have 20, 30 coaches on a I think it was like a Wednesday morning. Mm-hmm. And man, did it not start the day off right? And, you know, it broke the week up. So it was like a nice refresher for the week. And now you see things that spurred from things, you know, during the pandemic, whether it's online clinics, whether it's, um, you know, weekly coaching devotionals, whether it's um, whatever, like, and then for us, like, I think, I'm not saying we wouldn't have, but I think all of us collectively as a coach community, we've made more connections. We may not have made that many connections if um, we didn't take advantage of, you know, the online resources that we all did. So, you know, props to the coaching community, especially, you know, football coaching community. I can speak on um, personally, just seeing everybody like take so full advantage of of that time. So that was great, man. It was a lot of fun, um, a lot of work. Obviously, I still have those sessions up and um, I get the itch to, to do, you know, one here and there. And, and maybe I'll pop up and do one. But, yeah, it's uh, the, the relationships, the, the experiences, the knowledge shared, invaluable. You know, and I think. What it did was I think it tore down some walls across state lines, across levels of football, mm. levels Agreed. of coaching. Agreed. You know, it was no longer, oh, I coach at this level of college or at high school. I mean, it was just from what I saw, it was mm. just people just wanting to be together. You no, know? agree. Agree. You know, and what and what it really showed to me outside of the coaching world is how we we long for relationships, right, with others, with other yeah. like-minded people, whether it is around football to encourage one another in our in your profession, but also, you know, in your faith journey, you know, the relationships that I've built through you taking that step of obedience um, are guys that still encourage me today. Yeah. Um you know, and, and you mentioned that, you know, people saying, yeah, you should charge money. And, you know, to me, once it becomes about making money, um, it's hard to keep the focus. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so I applaud you for just yeah. making it just serving um, hundreds and thousands of coaches. So, And that's what it, and that's what it was. And, you know, we, we we talk all the time about, you know, serving leadership and all that stuff. So, you know, we if. If we know, if we know the 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 ultimate creator and and you know live that way, I mean, you know who are we? Not? I mean, don't get me wrong. People people made smart business decisions. I, I I commend it. But since since my mentality and my my goal and my purpose was to just give back, I, I couldn't change that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. That's right. And I think God honored it. Obviously, yeah. Um, right. God will continue. You know, to 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 honor that as as, as you're yeah. faithful. Is there somebody, you know, in the in the coaching profession that you is like a mentor that you look mm-hmm. up to? And, you know, if so, then what is that leadership style that you that you admire? Yeah, you know, it's 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 kind of tough because I, I feel like um I, I def there's definitely a few that stick out. And then at the same time, it's like 
you know, for different avenues, I think I mm-hmm. kind of lean on others. I mean, you know, initially I, I always give credit to uh, one of my really good friends, um, Chris Dabolito, who um, was a head coach when I was, when I was, well, he was offense coordinator at first when I was at Pace and then he became the head coach and, you know, just through him and, and, and learning and, and being under his wing and learning so much, um, it really kind of sparked that, that passion and that drive to, to coach football. And uh, so I always give him uh, a ton of credit. And then just like over the years, man, like, and, you know, once again, I, I credit, um, you know, what we did during you know, the pandemic, but like, like I know I mentioned it before, but like coach Harvey's become uh, someone that has been tremendous for me. Um, someone that uh, I, you know, he, he always, you know, he, he's, he shoots it straight. Um, he, he does things the right way. Like he, his purpose is always pure. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He builds relationships. I mean, he's just such a, 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 a great dude and a, um, you know, a true servant of Christ. And so like, you know, I may, whether it's a defensive question, you know, just to get the other's perspective, or if I just call him, I just want to, you know, chop it up and, and, and talk about things. So um, he's definitely become somebody that um, I've relied on. I just, I love the honesty. I'm a big relationships person, you know, I, scheme, all that stuff, um, discipline, like how you did, whatever. Uh, To me, it always boils down to building relationships that will take you a long way. So no matter what your style is, I think if that's the base and that's the foundation, you're going to be pretty successful. I'm I'm, I'm certain of that, you know, um, from a from a faith standpoint, you know, when I when I look online and I'm, you know, and I see certain things pop up, you know, obviously what you've done with um, the outreach and, and, and all that, I mean, that's inspiring. You know what I mean? If I have a question about that and that's why, you know, let's be real. Like that's why you and I kind of ventured into mm-hmm. that, that bottom. I mean, cause it was so great. And to, and I remember sitting in those, sitting in those and listening to you speak um, and watching you go through everything. You know, it's just like, man, you really feel the passion. You really feel the purpose behind as you're speaking. Um, so I, you know, I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would say when it comes to leadership, I, I can't stress it enough. I, I, I teach the same way. It's like I'm it all stems from building relationships and, and making sure those relationships stay strong and healthy. So anybody that honors that, anybody that's truly about that, I already know I'm going to gravitate towards. Um, and I and I appreciate that so much because watching other people and, and you know, you, you've scrolled on Twitter and you see a coach maybe post something that a player wrote about him or something. And it's so inspiring and it's so uplifting that like, I just want to, I just want to be around more of that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I want to feel more of that. Um, so I, I really look to do that with my guys here. Um, I take the time to, to do that. And whether it's work or family or, or coaching, um, you know, time, effort, you know, energy to work on relationships, I think is always paramount. You have a lot going on. I mean, you're, you're a teacher, you're a coach, you do some training on the outside, how do you balance that with just life outside of school, life outside of football? Because yeah. I mean, you have to take care of yourself sure. or no the teaching and coaching is worthless yeah. basically. Right. Yeah. One thing, uh, you know, I, from a, from a coaching standpoint, one of the things I, I really made a, uh, a promise to myself um, a long time ago and a conscious effort to do that is, especially during the season, I, I don't, I don't take, I don't take it home with me. So once I'm done coaching that day and that practice, I mean, it's, it stays there. You know, I'm not coming back home 
all the time. Has it happened? Sure. I may throw in some film or something on the weekend for sure. But like after a practice, you know, I'm not coming home to then grind out another couple hours of film. I'm not saying that's right, wrong or indifferent. That's just something that I've always promised to myself. And really and truly, it's because, you know, I know when I when I, you know, when whether when my daughter's here or whether or when that time where I have my, you know, uh, you know, uh, my own family and whatnot, I don't want to take away from that time. You know what I mean? Especially being, hey, if I'm gone all day, you know, especially during a football season, you know, leaving at seven, not getting home till seven for me to for me to go more into football to me is selfish. So, um, you know, and that's something like when my when my daughter's here um, and she's not here during the season, but like, you know, we'll sit to, down to dinner. And it's like we're not going to sit in front of the TV, like maybe occasionally, like once a week on the weekends or something. But I want us to sit at the table. I want us to have a conversation. I want us to talk about the day, you know, and I think just that alone has offered up that good balance because I'm not bringing it home with me. I'm allowing myself to do other things. Uh, you know, I, I, I love my audio books. I, I like to read in general, um, you know, just certain things for, for my mental well-being. Um, you know, it's just been I've been able to do those things because I'm not pouring you know, more into the football when I get home. I'm, I'm leaving it where it needs to be, at least for the time being, and then we'll come back to it tomorrow. But I, I feel like that is, that's given me that, that balance that um, I require. That's good. Um, that you said one word that really stuck out to me. You said, I don't want to be selfish in bringing it home, you know, and, and that's so hard as a, especially as parents to, um, to not bring work home. Um, but it does. It it has a lasting impact, and 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 sometimes we don't know the impact. Yeah, and um, I'm not saying, and by all means, and I'm not telling saying someone that comes home and does that is wrong for doing it. It's just something that personally for me, as you know, and I like I've talked to coaches recently, and they're like, man, you know, once we kind of get off the road for a little bit, you know, I haven't seen my you know my kids that much because the season ball by, and I I'm just taking the time out to do that. And I, I, I applaud that. I commend that. So I guess that's my way of doing that is, Hey, when I come home, this is what it is. That's right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And like you said, I mean, it, it does work for some people. Yeah. You, know, you want to be careful not to criticize others. No you know, their choices Definitely because, not. you know, but in general, I think it can be a selfish nature and, and a dangerous road if you don't have some pretty serious guardrails. You said the um, you said the word, man. Balance is balance. Yep, hundred yep. percent. So this is one of my favorite ones. Um, you know, some people have a life verse, one that mm-hmm. you know they just everything in their life revolves around that verse. Or I like to ask them I mean, if you have one you want to share, or yeah. is there one that God has shown you recently that you'd share? Sure. No, I, I, I this is my verse. This is my favorite verse, and and once again, it goes back to. You know, that uh, that's four years ago when I really hit that rock bottom and, and I had to just fully trust. And it's uh, Proverbs three, uh, verse mm-hmm. five and six. And, you know, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not unto thine own understanding and always acknowledge him. And he will, you know, he will uh, direct your paths or direct thy paths. I like the King James version. <laughs> uh, but that has been so powerful for, uh, to me because. How many times in life are we we faced with certain situations that really don't make sense? And if we I, I tell people all the time, if you look to make sense of the, every situation, you're going to drive yourself crazy. 
And, um, you know, I also think when you, when you don't look to make sense of it, what you're also saying is, you know, God, like, I trust you. I trust you no matter what, because I, it's not my purpose and my job to understand what this means right now, but I, it will make sense later. And I trust, and I trust in you that you'll show me that. And that is to me, that's become like my mantra, almost that, that verse, I have to remind myself at times, you know, I'm a human being, I can slip up, but I catch myself because like, look, no, it, it, it may not make sense. It's not supposed to make sense right now, but it definitely will. So Proverbs three, verse five and six is my verse. That's my, I mean, I have a lot of really good ones that I love. Um, but I, if I had to pick one for sure, and it's, it's gotten me through some tough times. It has. Yeah. That's, that's hard too. Um, to try to not always try to figure things out. Um, oh, I want to know now I'm, you know, yes. I'm not a patient person, but, but you're right. I mean, it may be tomorrow. It may be next month. It may be yep. 10 years from now you look back and go, that's why that happened. Exactly. And I'm like, and, and it's, it's hard for me because I'm, I'm an actions guy. I'm a doer. I'm a fixer. So like, if something goes on, like, I, I just, no, we're not waiting. Like, let's handle it right now. And you know what? God has truly put me, he's been like, yo, man, like, I, I understand, but you got to just, you got to chill. Let me work things out. Like, you got to let me work. Because if you're constantly interfering, I can't work. So that's something that he's very much um, said to me and, and put me in situations where I've had to just wait things out and really get out of my comfort zone and sit back and allow someone else, him, to do the work and work things out and then, Hey, be ready for when it works out. Cause it's coming. Uh, it's been tough, but it's, it's definitely been something that um, I've learned for sure. Yeah. And what you just described basically is in a nutshell about, you know, you talk about, you know, we talk about being all in, all in your walk with Christ. I mean, if you're going to, in all your ways, acknowledge him, mm-hmm. you know, lean on your own understanding, you yep. know, trusting in him and in, in all circumstances, that's really you know, I'm sitting here thinking if I wake up every morning and that's just my prayer every day, then I'm without a doubt going to keep him number one in that's every true. thought, every word, every decision, every action. Um, but if I don't start my day with that, um, yeah, that's that's tough. Yeah, I have a reminder um, on my phone. It's It's on Mondays at 356. And 3.56 p.m. and it goes off, you know, and it just says Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. So it's just Love my it. it's just my reminder. I mean, every, I'm going to have to steal that idea. Yeah, it's good because I, I do it on Monday afternoons because normally Monday kind of sets the tone, right? Yeah. So it's just, it's, yeah. that, it's just that chance on Monday afternoons at 3.56 p.m. to kind of refocus, you know. No, day that. one of the of the week, mm-hmm. you know, chances are I've probably, you know, made some bad decisions or whatever. And so mm-hmm. it's just that chance to, to, to remind myself of, yeah. okay, stop what you're doing and, and, let, and let's reset for the week. That's why I've, I've, I've appreciated the, the Bible study I go to on Wednesdays is because since it's midweek, it like almost offers up like a re-energizing uh, uh, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, all right, hey, you're halfway through. Boom. Like, hey, let's pick it back up and finish strong. I, You know, so I, I, I appreciate that. I'm going to steal that idea. Yeah, that's good, For man. Sure. For sure. Good deal. Well, I appreciate it. I know we've tried uh, multiple yeah. times to, to make this happen, but I also yeah. know that um, 
things happen in God's timing and not mine, not yours. Ours, so yeah. I appreciate yeah. it. Um, I appreciate you being willing to jump on here and, oh, and yeah. encourage us. No, man, any any opportunity to get to chop it up with you, like I said, Stu, is, is always a, a great one for me. And, um, you know, I, I know I said it before, but uh, certainly appreciate the relationship that you and I have built up over the years. And, uh, you know, I know it'll continue on as we go and it'll just get stronger and stronger. Who knows, man? Maybe we'll get back to those morning uh, Bible studies at some time, man, because that was great. That was awesome. <laughs> yes, sir. Thank you again, Justin, for taking time to to share his story and to share his passion to encourage others and just talk about the importance of relationships and then most of all, just trusting God in all things, um, acknowledging Him in everything. So thank you to him. I'm just so grateful for his friendship and the encouragement he is to me. And thank you also to um, you for listening. If you've been encouraged by this, I would ask you to share it with somebody. There's a family member or a friend in your life that needs to be encouraged today that you would share it. If you don't subscribe to our podcast, whatever platform you're listening to right now, just click the subscribe button. We love to hear from you. You can reach us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Just in the search bar, type in All In Sports Outreach. It'll take us to our um, pages on those platforms. Shoot us a message. You can find out more about who we are, why we do what we do, opportunities to to pray, to serve, to give. Um, Also, our website, www.allinsportsoutreach.org. Just incredibly humbled and grateful for your continued support and your prayers. Thank you.